Sorry. And we can swear on this. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. Oh, Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. No, no. Start. Start. Give, give me a little bit of a pause. That was like right up next. To that would be hard to edit. Fucker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And you're not helping. You I asshole. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Perrin. And I'm serious, and I'm mad at Dave, like almost every start of the episode, you fucker. And it's 35, don't even go there. Uh, we are joined, as always, by a guest. I'll let him introduce himself. Hey everybody, I'm Dan Schlissel. I run a record label called Stand Up Records, probably the premier indie comedy record label in the States. And uh, I actually own some of the albums he's put out in, in the other room, like uh, early Lewis Black yep. stuff was uh, was done on stand up, and nice. so we'll uh, we'll let him talk about that a little bit more later. It'll but, come out uh, while we're drinking. Yep. <laughs> but, but Dave's of course going to get started with the pour. So what are we starting with here, Dave? We're going to be starting with the Belvini Doublewood, aged twelve years. Oh yes. I uh, I'm such a five year old. Because you say Balvenie, and it's like, oh, Balvenie, and it's it's double wood. Balvenie yep. balls. Okay. See, this is why I wanted him on the same time as Bill. Oh, did Bill do the same thing? Oh, well, he would have done something similar, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, Bill, Bill was on when we were doing Scotch on the Cheap. And we just hope, hopelessly titter like idiots. I, I don't remember. I, I, I think at least... There was one point when we talked about something having flavors of wood. <laughs> you said wood. So, double wood. I, I, I'm guessing I'm going to really like this. <laughs> well, they're they're narrower in the bottom than a normal tumbler, which makes it hard for me to get an accurate pour. So, so he says. Well, yeah. How do you guys do types of scotch that are not commonly found in the states? Uh, <laughs> yes and no. Well, okay. I mean, are there regulations on that kind of stuff? No. Well, I mean, you can bring well, in two bottles per person as you're flying in from an out another country, as we were discussing a while ago. <laughs> but. It, I, and, and I can't speak to current law. Yeah. I, I know that if you've checked luggage, and, and at least coming back from the UK, um, the case wasn't that you couldn't bring more. It's how much was duty-free. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it's. It, I mean, okay, they're happy to charge you if you want to bring back 50 gallons in your Yeah, I, spo- I suppose, but they, I mean, it all depends what the duty is. Though. Right, right. Yeah, um, I, I haven't done a lot of international travel. I, I can say that there are scotches, or, or rather single malt whiskeys, um, that I wish we could have on the podcast. There, there's a distillery in particular out of Canada that makes something that uh, the AON podcast that oh, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. been on yeah. um, had a bottle of when they had a Canadian listener come and visit with them. Um, and they actually gave me a lot of grief because they polished the bottle off before I could get over there. Uh, so I didn't even get to try it. That's kind of dastardly. Oh, well, they, 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 it, word. It, it, yeah. it, it, it was done in good fun. And but still, I mean, you can't save like a, well, here, here, here's the problem. The, the average, the smell of the bottle. The, the, yes, it did. The, <laughs> that's the, good, but it's the, not the average, the glass. average bottle of, of scotch that we drink is usually a, a 750 milliliter. Right. This particular line from that okay. distillery only comes in a 250. Yeah. Okay. So it's a third the size to start. Yeah, with. but still, I mean, that's you can't save a swallow. It's I like that. Bit. Yeah, I, I know. A 250 is nothing. Well, there was four people on the podcast, and I don't know if the bottle was unopened on arrival. Ah. If it was, it was, it was, if it was cracked and killed, then yeah, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> that's, um, that's that's just ridiculous but, to not save a swallow, like a swallow, a small swallow. I, well, I think some of it was they wanted to kind of put it in my face. Like, we had something you can't have, neener, neener, neener. So I'm going to do them one better. I believe the technical term for that amount is a taunting. 
Yes, a taunting. That's a, great. A taunting of alcohol. And 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 in terms of things, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm getting back at them by being uh, overly generous with with our leavings from our podcast. That periodically I will go and dump four to six bottles on them and make them feel bad about it. So you know. Yeah, it, you're making them feel bad by giving them more booze. Like, when are you going to make me feel horrible? <laughs> I know. I asked for a specific reason. We were talking about weird stuff, and you know, I'm a rum drinker, and as you know, we have an embargo in Cuba. And in America, you can't drink Cuban rum. But I go to Mexico once, maybe twice a year, if I'm lucky, and it's available everywhere down there. Mm. So I mean, I've gotten to have some of the forbidden fruits. I'm wondering if that's the same there, thing with scotch. Is there a prohibition? Or there's one there's no there's no scotch that I'm that I can even not only am I not aware of, but I can can't think of any that would be illegal. Um, there are some rules about the strengths of, of you get, they, they get hit with taxes based on the alcohol content. The proof. Um, but also, there's a number that aren't available here, but it's not... That's because, because of distribution. Distribution right. or rarity and, you know... Okay, it's so unfortunate. Okay. Well, there's the Nigerian blood scotch. <laughs> yeah, there's always some weird thing in there. I assume you're making that it's, up. It's conflict <laughs> scotch. <Yeah>. Conflict. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I wanted to ask that because it was a curiosity. No, no, aspirated it's a, sigh. It's, a, so, it's so, a valid question. So, what are we about to take a whip of? This is the, the, uh, the double Baldini, one. The Baldini double. Oh, yeah. good. I was excited about this. I forgot. Two woods. That's two woods, one nose. You know, one thing while we're taking it, I do want to say that I'm a bit of a neophyte in this whole, like, I assume you guys are a little bit more savvy than I am in tasting and saying, like, fruity with a touch of da 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 da. With me, I'm just kind of like, this will get you drunk. Well, you know that that that's perfectly okay. To, you know, this is yeah. a great smelling yeah, stuff. The, the whole, the yeah. whole purpose There's of the a, podcast is Really, um, when we started, was we realized yet, that you know there's a whole lot of scotch out there. Dave had his known scotch. Our friend Darren had his known scotch. Jesse had his known scotch. I was into Irish whiskeys, and we didn't really know that much about scotch. And so we said, you know what? Let's just go out and get bottles and try different stuff on a regular basis, and eventually evolve really, uh, this podcast. And uh, the whole point is to have people who are not professional come in and say, Here, here's what we get out of a scotch. So if you want to go and buy something, here, here's what the every man is going to get out of a scotch. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I went ahead and took a little note yeah, of this. I, I, I watched you cheat. <laughs> the smell of it's fantastic. Yeah, it's... I, uh, I got some, some vanilla it's a, it's very, a, very briefly, and it might have been just that I was... No, it's it's definitely there. But I'm also and getting some floral notes. Yeah, floral, floral, little nice bit of honey. Um, little little touch, bit of honey. Yeah, touch of honey. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm honestly not smelling the wood, which, you know, considering it's a double wood, I was expecting to Probably the best double wood I've smelled. Is this ever. In, how is this aged? Yes, yeah, 12, 12 year, 12 year aged. Okay. 12 um, years they years. also have a 17, which we're not tasting. This is so, this time. so basically their 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 bottom shelf one. Really? So, this is the bottom shelf? Uh, yeah. Well, well bottom right. shelf is still like 40 bucks. It's, it's, double wood. it's the bottom of the but double what does, wood. What does, I mean, what does the double, double wood mean? means that it was aged in two, in, in two different casks. So they aged it in, in an oak cask for X number of years, and then they aged it in a sherry cask for X number of years. It, oh, it, okay. It, so it was the like cask sherry? It probably yes, is. No, 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 it totally is. It totally Based is. on the nose, yeah, I was sherry, yeah. sherry oak. <laughs> and the initial is... So sherry oak means it's a whiskey oak. Yeah. So yeah. sherry oak means it was an oak barrel that sherry was aged in prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yep. And um, and the the way Scotch, I mean, I'm sure where the way all alcohols do it, but 
is as the um, as the day passes, uh, scotch is forced into the wood, yes, and then pulled back into the barrel, and the some of the qualities of the wood are pulled with it. Right. So, so that is the kind. I mean, that's common with bourbon and all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, this smells so good. It's almost a. It should almost be a cologne, honestly. I'd wear that. You have worn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one occasion where I've actually used uh, a scotch's mm. aftershave or cologne because I didn't have something else. The the taste, I I have to mild. say, is is not quite up to the nose. No, it's a little medicinal. Yeah. And it, you can really taste the sherry on your tongue afterwards, yeah. too. As it sits there, yeah. I mean, you have that little bit of sourness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. I'm not I'm not unenjoying the, the taste, but the nose was so... <laughs> I'll go. You want me to close the door? Well, no, that, that's where their food is, oh. so... Do we, do we need to pause to feed the cat? No, he's got plenty of food. He's just <laughs> playing with the bag. He's just being a little bastard, because um, we're not the, paying attention to him. The, the cat's always making an appearance on the show. Got it. He's just um, a very early I will say, appearance. the sourness lasts for a while, the sherry sourness. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm still tasting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm... It puts a nice little glow in your belly, though. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's very nice. It's just, the smell was... A surprisingly good for a young scotch. Uh, yeah, surprisingly complex and smooth. And the taste was what the taste was what I expect from a twelve year old, even a double wood. Um, and uh, I I am really surprised at how good this is. I mean, it makes me want to try their higher end stuff because this is fantastic. Yeah, we've, we've had a kind of a, a love hate relationship with Balvini over the over the years. Um, we started out, uh, the first one that we had was a, a Balvini 15, which we did on the show last year as well. Um, and we did that a couple of years ago. And then um, I've tried the 21 Portwood, uh, mm. and then the, the Cedius bought a, a, a Balvini 15 oh, wow. single barrel because he liked mine so much. And we, did, we tried them side by side on the show because, because his was just so, that much worse. So, oh really? Yeah, and mine mine was not. The single barrel was not good. Well, that single well, barrel. My single barrel, barrel was not good. It was it was exactly the same thing as his. Only mine, really different barrel. Mine yeah. was coopered. I think two months earlier. Two days earlier. No, it was two months. It was either six months or. And it was it was it was bottled six months later. Oh, okay. So. Um, um, so now we've all added a little touch of water. Yeah, yeah. And, and because I didn't say much on on the palate, I'm going to say I was getting very much a honeyed vanilla. Yeah, yeah and, it was, and it was pretty smooth for a twelve year. It was. No, it, it, it was wasn't. Very, it wasn't similar. bad. It just. It was very similar to the nose. It was. It was nice. It's just man, that aftertaste was not. Uh, no, and it's still sitting with me. And actually, adding water for me didn't improve it. It actually. You know I mean, like, I, get, I get a lot more of the sherry in the nose. It, it, you wait till you taste. I think the, the, the floral <laughs> note. I'm getting even more floral notes as well, um, and that might be the sherry. I'm not. I will admit, I am not an experienced sherry drinker, so well, you yeah. certainly the don't sherry could walk the up. The water takes away the vanilla. Yeah, it, a, after the, the water, honey and the vanilla seems to be gone. After, the, after the water, I'm getting nothing but the floral. Huge alcohol burn and and, and real sour. Yeah, yeah, it's real sour. It's not even like a flavorful sour. Like no, no, no. This like is a like a. Meat. It went from being this warm glow in the gut to like a punch in the mouth. You know, slap in the face. 
Oh, that's too bad. See, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting the burn they're talking about. I mean, the finish, there, there, there's a little bit there, but... I got it's less not, of the burn, burn, but more of the sour. More of the, that's, that's the sour I'll do the water a slightly different way, or a slightly different amount, so mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's the sour surprising like that we get slight drops. variations. Yeah, I, I put very little water in this yeah. time. I put a good splash yeah, in, and it, it's to. all sour. I think the more the more water it got, the more disappointing it is. Well, since I'm still kind of okay with it, I'll add a little bit more water and see if I'm a Agreeing with that general statement, because I have no problem saying Balvini sucked. It's <laughs> too bad because it left such a warm impression. I'm, I'm, I'm bitter about that 15-year single barrel. So, you pawned that off on anybody yet? I pawned it off on some ginger ale. Okay, okay now I get what you're talking about. Yeah, you have to go very light in the water. So that'll tell you something. Sour. If you're going to use a ginger yeah. ale on a 15-year-old, you know? Yeah, that's 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 a brutal insult. Yeah, yes, it, well, it's, and and it's twice now that I've I've, I've ginger ale the 15-year. Um, it was. Both the Balvini single wood that, that was my barrel, single barrel, and the uh, the Springbank fifteen, I yeah. uh, I, I uh, ginger ale that one too. And so yeah, anytime I say this would mix well with ginger ale, and that's been a thing I've used on the podcast before to say I am not approving of this. Which concept. is so crazy because like you know, there's so many whiskeys out there now that are like, hey, have a Jameson and ginger, you know, like they're they're bragging mm-hmm. about how well it mixes. So if you're only using that to get well, rid of ones that you're not happy with. Well, uh, but I mean, those Irish whiskeys are traditionally mixed. So, yeah, and I mean, Jameson's well, a, a mix and drink, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I got some friends that, that drink it straight, and I'm like, it's not that good. Mm-hmm. The twelve year and higher is not bad. The, the, right, right. The, the, the base Jameson, yeah, that that's a mixing whiskey for me. Mm-hmm. Johnny Jump Ups is good. One of the um, reasons I love scotches so much is. Is the variability. Yes, sometimes you're horribly disappointed. But, so for example, my favorite scotch, period, is the Springbank 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my officiant at my wedding Springbank 10, which he is now addicted to. Wow. Uh, apparently, they went bad in the middle because the Springbank 15 is oh, one of his. It's entirely, it's entirely possible we had a bad one. We hated it. But, so but much. no, I mean, it's just that's. So that's that's what I love about single malts compared to, say, any of your blendeds. That's the whole point of a blended, is that you're supposed to get the same experience every single time. Right. Thing ever, but well, I mean, some blendeds, I mean, look, I mean, being from the rum world, some blends are just nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can get a nice blended, but the mm-hmm. idea is that every one of those you ever drink from any bottle you we'll get from anywhere well, is the same. Yeah. The it's the idea. McDonald's of Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and to be to to be fair, there's a few scotches that are the blended of single malts. Yeah. I mean, the Macallan Twelve is so. a tasty scotch, but it's Macallan Twelve. Right. No. They try and make be the same. or Glen and Glenlivet Twelve. Every time you get a Glenlivet Twelve, it will be almost the same. Now, the single barrel, you're going to get wide variation. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why the Belvini single single barrel is different because they. It all comes from the same One singular barrel. barrel. Until yeah. that barrel's gone, then it goes to the next barrel. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, like, ours actually have numbers on it. Like, this is barrel number X, and it was on this date and that date and whatever. So, this was a good barrel, and mine was not so much. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way it works on this. Yeah. On that day, the bastard distiller was like, I hate people, and peed in it. <laughs> Apparently. I just got fired. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> I'll give you an angel share. <laughs> so, um, hmm. so that one was, 
I would drink it, but not with any water or any ice. That's yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely one for the neat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are you familiar with the rating system we employ? I am not. Oh, man, I hadn't covered that either. So, All right, well, it's good that we can do it on the show then. <laughs> so what we do is we do a one through five scale, and uh, one is horrible, five is awesome. And do you have fractions like a two and a half? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're dicks like that. Decimals are completely allowed. Okay. Um, but before we rate, I'm going to I'm going to read the notes, which this doesn't have any notes in a very well laid out format. So I'm just going to start reading the bottle. The Belvini Doublewood acquires its complex yet rich and smooth taste from its maturation in two different types of oak cask. Carefully selected by our award-winning malt master, David Stewart. The first cask, whiskey oak, many years of maturation exclusively in traditional whiskey oak cask, mellows the maturing spirit and imparts gentle warming layers of vanilla spiciness. Second cask, sherry oak. A further few months maturation in European oak sherry casks increases complexity, bringing fruity and honey depths to the resulting single malt. Blah, 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 blah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't read the bottle first. Yeah, no, that's exactly why we do it in the order we do. So Taste smooth and mellow with beautifully combined flavors, nutty sweetiness, cinnamon spiciness, and a delicately proportioned layer of sherry, and a long and warming finish. I'd agree with everything but the cinnamon. cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, the cinnamon's yeah. not there. Yeah. Although I do enjoy the concept of, wait, it tastes like smooth? Yes. Yeah. I've never tasted smooth. Well, I haven't tasted smooth, but if it's a characteristic I would apply. Yes, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how smooth I think it is. Without the water, it wasn't too bad. We've we've certainly had harsher. Yeah, you know, um, with the water though. Yeah, you know, it was it, it, it was not. Uh, oh God, what was, what was the one that was so smooth that we had with Doug that I it was so smooth I didn't even like it, and I usually <laughs> like smooth. I can't oh, remember. You were around for that. Yeah, I was, but I'm trying to remember now. Uh, God, I kind of it was Tom and Tool. Ah, uh, the Tom and Tool. Oh right, right, right. The Gentle Ram. Oh, the, 20, the Tom and Tool 27. That was the 27, and oh, that, was, that, that was, was so smooth. It, it was, was like so it wasn't tasty. there. Yeah, it, it it had been smooth to having no personality. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. Huh. I love the hell out of it. I would have tried that. I would have dr- I, I, I drank that bottle. I I, I, I was the, the biggest ascending voice because it was, it was just too, much, too smooth, and I was somewhere in between. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, let me rephrase that. I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as one would expect given a 27-year-old right. and associated cost. Right. Um, I think it was pretty cheap for 27. It was cheap for 27. Was it? Okay, I don't remember. Relatively. It was, it was under 100. Yeah. Which for 27 was cheap. Well, it was yeah. cheap for 27. Um, I'm going to leap in with the very um, three. Mm-hmm. Just three. Given that I enjoyed it, I'd drink it again. If the bottle wasn't was a price right, I'd happily buy it. I'm not going to go out of my way to get it again. Three. This is the best Belvini double wood I've ever had. Three. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've had, I've had like four different bottles of this and I've hated every single one. And the last one I had, I was on my second whiskey tasting of the day. I was on my, it was my 16th whiskey of the day and it was still terrible. <laughs> so this one is what was all right. So this one gets a three. I couldn't feel my hands <laughs> and yet I still didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think I'm going to stay with the choir here, um, and and I'm going to agree with Dave. I've I've had other bottles of the Double Wood, and and this is certainly the one I've enjoyed the most. It's not stellar, but it's not doing the usual pissing me off that Balvini often does. Um, so yeah, just just a straight up three. So technically, you're agreeing with me. I'm agreeing with both of you. <laughs> it's rarer that I'm agreeing with Dave. Fair. That's why I'm pointing no, that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you haven't been on the show long because I'm pissed I'm off too. Because <laughs> I'm usually right and you're usually wrong. No. I, I, since I'm the new guy here and I haven't sampled quite the level of scotch, I'm just going to jump in with my rating, which is also going to be a three, but only because it seems I'm not really a neat booze drinker. I like to have a, 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 an ice cube in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just... I wanted to go lower, but it, it's an okay. Well, the nose on it's fantastic when it's neat, and it tastes great when it's neat. But it's average at best if you're going to put an ice cube in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just. And I will tell you this: here's one test where it does pass. I just, and this is kind of gross. I just burped it up a little bit, and it was it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so on that level, it passes. There's nothing worse than burping up like a booze. It just. Burns the shit out of I mouth. hated it the first time. It was no better than second. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's a fantastic salad. No, I mean sometimes you can drink a good booze and it just burps bad and whatever. It's just like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have drank that. And this was like, oh, yeah, I remember how pleasant yep. that was the yep. first time. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna do a little glass cleaning here with a round of water, and then Dave will get the next pour going. But this uh, is an opportunity for Dan to. Elaborate a little bit more about who he is. You you brought up stand up records. So uh, what what what's what's the story there? What 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 led you to to getting involved in the story? That's uh, the story. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you any jokes because I'm not a comedian. <laughs> um, stand up records is just this weird thing that's it's been kind of like a fever dream for me. I, I don't really know how to jump into this without being long and boring. I started making records for bands in 1992 after the whole sub pop Nirvana Seattle thing. And I did that unsuccessfully out of my dorm room in Lincoln, Nebraska. And then I continued to do it in Lincoln, Nebraska for another six years, just putting out all sorts of bands, no real focus in musical taste, and uh, getting frustrated a lot. And um, in, in the summer of 98, I wound up like losing my job in Lincoln and, and like having a lot of bands that had broken up, and it was time for a clean break. And I came up here to see a, a Bauhaus reunion tour, and I liked it, and we picked up, my wife and I picked up, my fiance at the time picked up a an early Sunday edition of the paper, found a job working for a dab tech, basically. Moved mm-hmm. here, was driving back and forth to Hudson, Wisconsin, working for a few months. And then uh, driving home, I heard that Lewis Black was going to be at Acme Comedy Company, which is the local A-room, like one of the best rooms in the country, actually. And I walked up to him with a stack of music CDs and basically asked him if he wanted to put out a record, because I'd been watching him. This is in 99, March of 99. I'd been watching him on The Daily Show for like three years at that point. And uh, no one else had really approached him. Comedy Central didn't have a record label at that point in time, and he, so he said yes. So that was in March of 99. November of 99, we recorded, and then the record came out in the summer of 2000. 
And that record like immediately sold better than seventy music records I put out. <laughs> so like it was it was supposed to be a one off lark and then back to doing this weird mishmash of stuff that I've been doing. And uh, next thing you know, his managers at the time were managing Doug Stanhope. Um, so I did two records with him. Doug Stanhope's publicist was Jimmy Schubert's publicist. I did a record with him. So within a year, I had four albums by three comedians, all of which were doing better than any of the bands. So I said, well, time to get rid of the music. <laughs> Started stand-up records, called uh, an art friend of mine to design a logo, uh, gave him some guidelines. He designed the logo. And then later on, he went on to design the Hope poster for President Obama. So, I mean, I've been lucky in my taste in finding things. And the comedy thing has continued. You know, I did two records and an EP for Lewis Black, and then he went to Comedy Central, and I produced four albums for him. And one of those won a Grammy, so I have a Grammy in my living room. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. You're our first Grammy Award win- winner. It's, it's not weird. something everyone can say. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird thing. I mean, it looks it looks as weird to me as this Dark Shadows box. Mocking <laughs> <laughs> my living room again. No, not the living room, just the one I have. Um, <laughs> It's uh, a fair cop. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying it's as unique to have that in your room as having a grand. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, it is in a pretty coffin-shaped box for the, for, the, for you listeners who can't see it. Yes, uh, and you know here it is. It's 2014, so you know 14 years since I put out my first comedy record. Uh, 12 years since stand-up records started as a brand, and it's still going. And I make a living off of it. I don't have a day job. I haven't had one in years. This is it. This is what I do, and it's it's been a really weird, surreal, and awesome journey. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I have to ask, and I do not mean this to sound snarky about Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Are there really enough bands in Lincoln to? I mean, well, when you were doing it out of your yeah your dorm. I mean, if you if you were like. There I was in L.A., I'd be like, well, of course there's tons of bands in L.A. or other places that are known as musical centers. Well, I've never thought of Lincoln as having music. And, and well, most people don't. That's the thing that's amazing is, like, you, you don't think about the music that happens in your backyard. You think about the stuff that happens in New York or L.A. or Nashville or a big city, London, you know, like some scene like that. But the truth of the matter is, is that there's indie bands that everywhere. are writing their hearts out everywhere. And... Had I had some foresight and some thought and a little bit of a pocketbook, I could have flown in a publicist like Sub Pop did. And we had one of the best scenes in the country between Lincoln and Omaha. Mm. And, I mean, that was proven later on when, you know, Bright Eyes and the Saddle Creek Records bands from Omaha became fairly big about 10 years ago. So, I mean, the, the bed was there. It's just that most of the bands that I thought were brilliant didn't really make it. Which is a shame because I, I still stand behind those records like one hundred percent. Not not every record I put out was of that quality, but like the bands that I'm talking about in particular, mm-hmm. like Mousetrap and Ritual Device and Frontier Trust from Omaha and um, uh, Sideshow and Mercy Rule and and Opium Taylor and Such Sweet Thunder. These bands were like earth shatteringly great bands, and if there would have been a little bit of mm, savviness and knowledge about how the business actually worked and not just like, hey, I've got a credit card. I'll put out a record. Mm-hmm. If there would have been a little bit of thought about it, it could have really been something. Okay. No, thank you. I, I, it, Like I said, it's not to try and slam. No, no, it's fine. Thing. It's just if someone said, you know, yes or no, does there is there a music scene there? I would have said no. Yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know, you don't ask if you don't know. If you don't know, you have to ask. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Let's drink. 
Yeah, if you don't, if you don't <laughs> ask, you might have to get the poor going. For if you don't ask, you'll never know. There you go. Fair enough. God, what an idiot! That was just off of one tiny scotch. Well, and I was, I was thinking, you know, it's like, to me, it's, it's kind of thinking, like, is there a music scene in New Orleans? I mean, I understand that it's a, it's a difference there, but... Well, there's a difference. It'd be like saying, is there a scene in Madison, Wisconsin? Because you're, you have to compare apples to apples. Lincoln, Nebraska is a, a university town, sure, mm-hmm. and it's also the state capital of Nebraska. So it'd be like saying, does St. Paul have a music scene? You, you have to compare similar things. Yeah, please. Right. The thing is, I, I am aware of the... And I, I can't think of St. Paul as being sort of separate from Minneapolis. I get it, but so it'd be like saying, I is there something happening in, in, God, was it Pierre, North Dakota, right? Here, South Dakota. South Dakota, Jesus. And Bismarck is North Dakota. Bismarck, that's right. Is there something happening in Bismarck? I would tend to think that, yeah, if there's university students. There has to be, but, it, yeah. People that are educated, and, you know. Pierre's not a college town, though. Oh, isn't it? No, no, no. You've got Vermilion that's uh, probably the biggest college town. Oh, I would know that Vermilion has a music scene because it's not far away from Hardington, Nebraska. And mm-hmm. Hardington, Nebraska actually had quite a few bands out of it. Well, and Vermilion had has quite the music. Uh, so what, what, are we, uh, what are we drinking here? Oh, yeah. We do that, don't we? We are drinking the Glendronic 12-year Highland Single Malt. And it's actually darker than I would expect it to be, mm-hmm. given that Highlands are typically triple distilled. Well, I think we looked it up and it's actually a Speyside. Well, whatever it says, Highland in the box. <laughs> they never lie. Highland at the water. <laughs> yeah. We don't lie. Doesn't that mean they're on a cliff? No. Uh, it's Scott. Why do we care? Ooh, oh, that, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think any of it is what he likes. Yeah, Dave's making a face over there. I'm getting kind of a, a rotten fruit. Manischewitz. It's a very ripe apple. It smells like Manischewitz to me. So what kind of apple would you say it is? I'm thinking of butter rum. You're you're looking to get that hate, aren't you? <laughs> I felt left out. Oh. God damn it, dear listeners, put it to a vote. Should I start having some hate on her parent, or is it still just Dave? Please let me know uh, to, in the comments on the to, website. To be fair, to be fair as well, I don't feel like I should steal any of Dave's hate. <laughs> Don't worry, there's enough to go around. Okay, I'm, good. I'm, I'm full of hate. Good. I myself am filled with bile. I will always have enough bile to share. <coughs> it's it's a bottomless pit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it spews forth from the black ichor that pumps through my veins. Um No, it's like a like a rotten it's like a peach or apricot. Yeah, it's I it's say, yeah. I, I honestly I don't find it unpleasant. It's just the first nose, the first noseful was unpleasant. The more you nose it, the better it is. I, I would say the first noseful was potent. I don't know that I can assess it as pleasant or unpleasant. It's just like there's a nose there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I'm. But when you hear rotten or overripe, it has a connotation. Yeah, that's and I'm, true. I'm wanting to say it's not unpleasant. It's it, just not. What it's kind of brandyish, is what it is. See, see, see. I, 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 I was leaning towards like it's apples that have been lying on the ground too long, and I don't know if it's because someone said space. I'm actually, I think I smell a little salt. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wouldn't it yeah. ever? Yeah. There's definitely some salt there. I don't. I don't bit. get that. A little bit. Yeah. Only after nosing it. It's, a, the, it's a very the light, briny salt, but it's yeah. it's there. The main scent is dead in my nose now. I can get it. Oh well, we we can we can fix that. Where did it go? 
Yeah, I don't know what you did. I have, I have the reset. There's the reset. Whoa. Here's the reset button. Ah. I think Perrin took a sip. Yeah. <laughs> He's turning red. Ah. I am Joseph Megla. I took the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> Those are two different things, you know. I'm guilty of it all. Wow. <laughs> Just make it stop. <clears throat> That was you know that the we're smelling the coffee grounds again. I'm the alien that took it and replaced it with a clone. All right. Well, I, I, I I'm now too curious to not. Uh, you you okay? So you haven't reacted. That's amazing. Dave's got his poker face on. And there, man. <laughs> Apparently, it's a post-swallow problem. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, it tastes like. It smells way better than it tastes. It tastes like shoe. <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet. I'm amusing watching the, I, the, the, the very red color the parent is turning. Shoe polish and alcohol. Ooh, shoe polish. That's the smell I, I can yeah. find in the nose. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. It actually, no, it tastes, tastes like, it no, like no, shoe. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not shoe polish. It's nail polish remover. That's what oh, I'm getting. Acetone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a... Alright, um, do we have to, running. do we have to, like, once we put a little bit of water in it, do we have to drink the whole thing mm. down? Ooh. <laughs> I see where they're going with this. <laughs> you know, the, 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 first half, the first half second was not bad. No. <laughs> and then it kicks in, and like, oh my. I, I, I was like, no, no you know, the smell wasn't that bad, I'm gonna take a sip and... No. Oh, jeez! No, and like, like the, um... The body's not bad. It's a fairly smooth, but God, that finishes. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try again now that I'm not feeling ambushed because that was like, I did not expect that. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna go to try to detail some flavor here in. Yeah, it was very. It was acetony to me, very, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not doing another one. Yeah, I'm, that was unpleasant. Wow, that I, is. I'm, I'm gonna say nail polish remover on leather. Yeah. Yeah. Leather. Yeah. Definitely yeah. leather. It tastes like shoe. Yeah. That's... All right. Now, I haven't posted it yet. We did oh. a, a special little tasting oh. of, 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 a, of a locked dew that was really watered down. Would you say it was worse than that or not? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Right? Okay. Although, I mean, put, put a few drops of water in. This is... This the is nose beautiful. is already way better with This the is water. beautiful. Give me your... Um, take coffee oh. roast, please. Yes, please. I'm getting, I'm getting some very nice floral out of this. It's still um, got a bit of the. Uh, I, 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 I can tell it's an apricot now. Um, oh, this is, this is actually very nice. I'm gonna. And this is a complete 180. See, I didn't get um, a lot of change in the nose. Maybe I didn't put in quite enough water. I put three drops in. Okay, you've been, then you put in. I put in more water than you. Okay. I mean, I literally. I'm still wait, getting acetone nose. I, I, I was still getting salt. Yeah, the salt. I, I can tell the salt's there I can, now. I can see the. I can tell the salt. A little bit of the acetone, I, I, I think too. The acetone's falling off. I, I'm not sure I'm going to give you the apricot. I, the apricot, I don't, I don't sense anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to call it. It does have a little bit of a brandy touch on this. I'm still going to call it a white fruit. I'm, I'm still going to say it's apple, but I'm, I, I don't have enough detail to go into type of apple, but it's, it's certainly still apple. And I'm going to say it's, it's not a tart apple. It's just you know your generic apple. It's not a really potent one. It's just, it feels it's like it might be a this might be a sherry cask as well because I have kind of that sherry aftertaste mm. now. But it's not it's not as it's not as pronounced as the Belvini was even. I it's not as pronounced, but it's still got it's got a more of a burn to it going down with the yeah. water. Even. I don't feel insulted. No, with, with it watered down. No, no, or assaulted. Is, no, this is this is. It's it's not great. 
I still have the the aftertaste is is kind of. It lingers. It lingers a little too long. Here's the question that I have for you because I'm I'm having a hard time with this one. Would this be all right standalone if you got if you ordered it with uh, an ice cube or a few drops of water in it before you tasted it neat? Because good question. I mean, this is this is not bad. Like I'm I'm pleasantly happy with it, but that's because oh god, what a what an atrocity it was neat. Um, let me put it this way. The finish, the long finish, not the mm-hmm. immediate finish. The, the 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 body, the mouth is good. The immediate finish is good. The tailing is still kind of. So the acetone I, and leather comes back. Yeah, the acetone and yeah. leather comes back. Yeah. So I still would be a little disappointed in this, but I wouldn't be like, I want my money back. What did you do? Did you just serve me? Like what you mixed under the counter. I'll tell you, here's my analysis of it. I would find this very pleasant after shoveling three feet of snow. Mm. It would be a good thing to warm you up. And, you know, it would be, but like if you were just going out recreationally to enjoy a scotch, this would not be the one I would want. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. Is this is a good winter weather scotch. Yeah. They're with you. I mean, right in front of a fire and like, you know. If you drop some. Uh, an ice cube. An ice cube, yeah. Because, because without, God, if you do no, not, without anything to mellow it, I'm going it. back out in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, with an ice cube. Man, that sure. first drink I had, it's just, I'm having trouble getting past it. Um, <laughs> it was so. It stays with you a long time. Yeah, it yeah. does. It mm-hmm. does. I can still get tasting. I feel like I've been in a, uh, in that's a why relationship for that's that situation. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it keeps you warm, and uh, there's, there's definitely, there's not. A lot of complexity to it, though. No, it's uh, the initial, initial, yeah, the initial. uh, Honestly, I keep thinking violets. Mm. My initial, yeah, mouth of it. I'm like, I'm drinking violets, which normally. I wish I I had that creme de violet to compare with this now, because that that's a very yeah. I'm right there with you. That's exactly what I was looking for. Do you want to read this one, or? Sure. We'll, let, we'll let Perrin have this one. All right. And the snooty reading will be read by Perrin. <clears throat> oh, let's see what amazing things are shared. Tasting notes. Appearance. Deep amber red gold. I'll buy that. That was... Yeah. Nose. Sweet. Creamy vanilla. With hints of ginger. Autumn fruits. If, they, if by autumn fruits they mean rotting. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Palette. Rich, creamy, silky smooth. Warm, rich oak and sherry sweetness. Full mouthfeel. Raisins. Soft mm. fruits. Not that in the raisins. Spicy. With a medium length. And dry finish. That's a dry fucking finish. If that's a medium length, I'd hate to see the long length one. Finish. Long, full, and firm. Wait a minute. Yeah, baby. Okay. Long, full, and firm. Are you sure you're not reading the double word? Slightly nutty. (laughs) 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 Billy Walker, master distiller. <laughs> well, that answered my question. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy Walker. Strangely enough, it doesn't add, and if you don't add water, you will regret this to your dying day. 
<laughs> if you were going to drink that neat, you would never, ever want more than the first mouthful of it. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty brutal. Ooh, if I was being held prisoner by the Nazis, I would totally want that because after a drink, I could spray it in their faces and they would be clutching their eyes and screaming so I could take their guns and shoot them. I, I think you would want it if you were serving them at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, mm. have some scotch. Here, have some awful scotch. Well, there's there's plenty of worse ones we've had. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, know. it's not the worst thing I've had by far, but... If I had to drink it, too, yeah, probably. Yeah. Wow. I gotta say, though, that first... The first, I, I mean, I, I didn't think from the it's nose. It's so bad, I'd serve it to Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> the Nazi of scotches. <laughs> so, 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 so I cleansed my palate a bit with some water and some crackers, and I went back to it even wet, and it's uh, it's still a little harsh. I think it might have come off as less harsh because we were still reeling from, from it neat. Um, the difference between getting hit in the head and hit in the gut with a rock? Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, can't say this is my favorite. Um, I didn't want to roll this at a 2-5, and that's only because uh, the wet saved it a little bit. Um, I think there was a little bit of an oakiness along with the, with the uh, acetone leather uh, for me with it wet still, which was fine. I mean, I, I, I was enjoying that. And, and leather as a, as a flavor for scotch, I'm realizing is more pleasant than it sounds on paper. Um, I, I, I enjoy the smell of leather, and so the fact that I'm getting a little bit of that, what I would imagine it to taste like if it was actually the gnaw on some leather, not being so bad, but uh, it, it's still not a winner. Um, but it's certainly one that I will use my, uh, my I, the, the, the bald ice cubes that I have in my freezer to drink this one with. Or, or strike yourself in the side of the head with. Or, or maybe it's one I'll give to AON and not warn them. Because <laughs> that'll be funny. <laughs> well, if you listened to the podcast, you'd have had warning, but you didn't, so mwah! I had warning. I think Matt might download it and occasionally listen to it, but I'm pretty sure that Salsa and Jenna just don't have the time, so... Well, then they deserve every horror they get. But I mean that in a good way. Uh, I'll also give it a T5. I thought it was uh, <coughs> pretty bad. Not terrible, terrible bad, but... I, I liked it wet, almost. I was going to say, the wet seemed to certainly redeem it. First. You, you've rated things way I, worse than a 2.5. Yeah, it would have... Uh, if it hadn't gotten better wet, I'd have, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have lambasted it in the ones, but um, the wet certainly did save it. It at least smelled good after that. It didn't taste super terrible, either. I'm beginning to think I'm going to need to add another column to this to the spreadsheet where I actually put the scores when I get around to updating it again that uh, that, that shows a, a preferred neat or wet column mm-hmm, yeah. because we the last couple of shows have really been a dramatic you want it one way or the other it's not it's not an option um, well I think you gentlemen are a bit generous I still feel badly hurt by that first drink. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you were the trailblazer, so I can understand yeah, you being uh, a bit more butthurt about it. Your face I, spoke I, about yes, that. The I, redness. Okay. It, it, it was a beautiful shade. Yeah. Well, it was either that or... It was a nice print. It was that actually kind of matched the booze. Or, yeah. or everyone gets to share in what I just took in. Um, I'm, I will say that the wet pulled it back from the, uh, the ones, but not nearly that far. I'm gonna go 2.2, um, and and 
It had. It would have to be a cold day of shoveling, <laughs> or a lot of snow. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to be as generous as anybody here because I still feel it burning my tongue a bit. So I mean, like I've had several crackers that hasn't helped. I've had some water that hasn't helped. It's still burning my tongue. So I, I think on that alone, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. No, that's a fair. Very reasonable grade for yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's going to argue. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shame because it, it was saved by, by adding some water, but not enough to make it worth it. What always amazes me is the mental picture I have of Billy Walker, master distiller, sitting there with a bottle from this distilling, pouring himself a glass, sipping it and going, that's just what I was looking for. This is, this is it. He could have a genetic defect in his taste buds. He could. You know, he's probably actually actually a master sommelier, and it's supposed to be, like, one of the best tasters in the world. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He's probably, like, way up there as far as... And, and, you know... But that's also a genetic thing. Well, (laughs) it could be... Okay, so my wife and I used to go to uh, wine tastings when we lived in Eden Prairie, and... um, the bastards wouldn't do scotch tastings because it was a spirit and the laws wouldn't allow it. Anyway, <laughs> laws. Um, no, sissies. But at, Jenny, my wife, likes her wine sweet. And by that I mean Kool-Aid with alcohol included. So reason I'm not No, 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 no. That's way too dry. Oh. Um, Moscato Dosti. Okay. Um, the crisper ones, not the ones that, not the muscats that taste like pork, <coughs> but the Moscato Dosti, which I will admit, I really like. Well, well, I like those two. But they're, they're, they're sort of aptly crisp, light wines. Um, I highly recommend them, especially like the Quaddy Vineyards, um, Electra. Awesome wine. But, um, at this wine tasting, the guy from Toad Hollow kept badgering her to try it. Oh no, it's very sweet. You'll love it. You'll love it. Finally, she's like, fine. And she, she... She takes a sip, and she's like, well, I get uh, clay and and leather and tobacco. And the guy's like, oh, my God, you have such a great palate. That's exactly, it's very subtle flavors. And she says, so it's like drinking out of a dirty shoe that somebody walked across a muddy tobacco field with. Yeah. Gluck into the... Into the waste bucket. Oh, this is sweet. You like and, it? It tastes like clay and, and tobacco. The guy, the guy's face fell. She's like, "No, I really only like the super sweet ones." Sorry, but, but um, apparently, I guess clay and tobacco and leather are things people go for. So it could well be that Billy Wilder, Walker, master distiller. Um, well, some people call sweet things that you know. I'll give you the. Really long German name wines, right? Are sweet, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of wines that people are like, "Oh, it's got a, it's got good sweetness," and you're like, "No, it doesn't. It has no sweetness whatsoever." Wow. But um, I, you know, it could be that he this this is exactly what he wanted. Why? I have no idea. But he's like, I've worked very hard to include the taste of leather <laughs> and, and acetone. <laughs> acetone. <laughs> but. You know, it just it's a weird thought that somebody would drink that and go, perfect. Bottle it. Excellent. I'd like to drink a baseball glove. Dispose of the body. (laughs) Not in the vat, you fool. (laughs) Oh well. (laughs) Bottle it quicker. (laughs) Uh, Well, I feel both 
This this was definitely a I know which of these two drinks or these two scotches I prefer kind of show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so far we're not batting that well. Yeah. When average is the highest rated. Eh, that, that happens on yeah. occasion, and, and we're going into it as blind as you. So yeah. I mean, no, thank goodness. Yeah. 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 If I knew how bad that one was, you would not have gotten. Yeah, me. I mean, I mean, in, in, in fairness, we the, the show we originally invited you for the, the the theme of those two shows were Scotch and the Cheap, and all the all the bottles were were thirty dollars or less. Oh man! And I'd have loved that. Yeah. What what one of them we rated a three seven five, another one we rated a two. So I mean, it, it, it ran the yeah. gamut. What was the three seven five? Uh the Drum Gooish. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. and the two. Uh the two was the Lismore. Yes. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was the one we ever do. I, I remember those being the opposite ends. You know, um, <laughs> those, those scores are not. Um, but uh, I don't think they're even in the book. I don't think I was recording things when Bill was... No, no, I started doing that with uh, Geeks Without God. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I know the Drum Gooish did really well, and I know the Lismore was not well-respected, so... Um, and the Glen Murray was so so, and the Spavern was so so. So it was. Uh, ah, the Glen Murray. $17, and I got two glasses with it. Actually, the glasses were $17, and I got a free bottle of whiskey. Sweet. <laughs> I, love, I love those bargains. You always know what quality is going to be. See, now, now, now the Glen Murray, it's, it's not an offensive scotch, but it, it, it's one that I don't mind mixing even as a single. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 20 bucks for a bottle. It's a good scotch to go with your McDonald's. Yeah, 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 yeah and, and it's one that I'll mix a Godfather with. You know, mix a little amaretto in there, and actually, that's quite tolerable. But uh, nice. we're, we're sidetracking now and, and yes. repeating what we've done on Sorry. our show. So, so we'll, uh, they're doing that for my benefit. Yeah, Sorry yeah, about uh, that. Well, that, that, that's okay. So this might be someone's first we're, show. So we're, we're pretending we have a listenership. So <laughs> also that. So uh, some of these scotches given to you guys. Sh- we have a big listenership. So, Fast. Uh, so I'm going to do something we don't do often enough and remind everybody that we have a website at scotch.xplpodcast.com. Uh, I was actually just teasing, or yeah, I was teasing myself when I was on uh, with AON uh, earlier this month. Um, the apropos of nothing, people let me bribe them with uh, four bottles of scotch to be on their podcast again. And uh, I, I mentioned to them, I, by mentioning the, the URL on their show, I've done it as many times as I had on ours. And so uh, I feel I'd better we need to make it part of the closing to, uh, to to mention that and that we all have uh, email addresses that Perrin probably didn't even know about because I haven't told him about his um, <laughs> Perrin you have an email address sweet that no one's probably ever said anything to because we've never even mentioned it so well I certainly haven't been checking yeah <laughs> so uh, CDS right, Dave and Perrin at xtlpodcast.com all exist if you feel like telling us anything and if you want to tell all three of us the same thing, you can send it to scotch at xtlpodcast.com. Uh, feel free to comment on the website. <clears throat> and uh, we, we have one of those. Yeah, we, we have one of those. I already mentioned where that is. And uh, we have a sister show, uh, wine.xtlpodcast.com, done by Don and Lana, previous guests, uh, called Screw It, uh, a, a nerdy tasting of wine. And they're going to be a convergence. They will also be a convergence. Uh, they actually have a panel slot. They do. Uh, we don't, because no. we're not exciting enough to be Don and Lana. And so we're not uh, as pretty as them. We're, that's, that's we're really very boring. not that's as pretty not as, as Don pretty. and Lana. But compared to us, their facial hair sucks. That's true. That is true. We're a clean sweep on the facial hair. Yeah. 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 Losers. <laughs> you got no facial hair on us. That's right. 
That's right. No matter how hard they try. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything that I would say because they will slap me. And so we're going to move on to the closing toast. Who's got a closing toast? Because I forgot to ask before we got started. I did too. I have a closing toast. All right. Excellent. Here's to those who have seen us at our best, seen us at our worst, and can't tell the difference. <laughs> watch, watch. <laughs>